Our coverage of You Decide 2024 is presented by Big Fish Roofing. They're the roofers you can trust. Big Fish Roofing. We're down to two people. And I think one person will be gone probably tomorrow. Donald Trump seeks control of the GOP primary in New Hampshire today against his last major rival, Nikki Haley. And I know the political class is saying everybody needs to get behind Trump. This is not a coronation. WOKV and Fox News is Brian Kilmeade waking up in the Granite State today. It's primary day and advantage Trump, it would appear. Can Nikki Haley knock him off? Well, look, she got the first six votes. Uh, that's not the most important, but this ceremonially. I'll tell you what, every poll has her trailing at double figures. But even the Trump team, who I spent last night with until about 11 o'clock, uh, because I was able to, as he landed, follow him on his last appearance last night. You'll see some of that this morning and hear more of it exclusively on uh, the radio show. Um, they're, they're very uh, optimistic, but they're not cocky, the Trump team, about saying we won this, she's going to be gone. They do not say that. And uh, that's the same thing. It's almost a, a luck situation. Like they don't want to, they almost have a no hitter and they don't want to say you got a no hitter, but they, they feel as though there's no pathway. Even if she was managed to eke out a victory, it's going to be about three or four weeks until South Carolina where she's trailing by 40 points. And then she's not even on the Nevada primary or caucus ballot because it was, it was expensive. She did not invest in it. And or is she going to stick around with her donors? And what is her message going forward? as Trump has the thing wired leading up to Super Tuesday. So he, she, they think she's going to see the same thing DeSantis saw. Uh, and if this is a double-digit win, I believe this is not their words, but just by talking to five staffers and the president, former president last night, I believe that she, they think she's going to concede. What uh, is the Haley camp saying about uh, setting expectations? I've been noting in most of her campaign speeches of late, she's not been talking about uh, second place finish or how far right. behind Trump. So very careful wording there about setting uh, expectations. $4.5 million she said she spent in South Carolina already. We're trying to figure out if the check's cleared yet or if you say, hey, uh, if I don't get you that money by Friday, you could just sell those spots. It's, it's one of those. Uh, one of those things, or did you actually spend 4.5 million on South Carolina ads? And the thing is, you know, if you were a two-term governor of South Carolina and you were a, an ambassador for three years for the president, do you really have to introduce yourself to South Carolina at 4.5 million? I mean, basically, they made up their mind. You would think it's not like you're introducing yourself to Minnesota and think, well, who the hell is Nikki Haley? So. I don't know about the wisdom of that uh, of that money spent, but I know this: she's going to be on seven forty, uh, yeah, seven forty today on Fox and Friends in studio. I will ask her, and I'll bring that to, the, and I'll give you give you a sense of how she feels. But she's been relentlessly optimistic and uh, sharpening her tone instead of getting in that up uh, soon. I'm going to lose. I might as well get friendly with the future nominee. So I find that interesting. So it'll have to be a big walk back. And I'll just bring back the other thing. The president's already shown, no matter how vicious it gets, he will turn the page and doesn't hold the grudge. Lion Ted, um, little Marco, uh, you know, uh, Ron DeSanctimonious, the minute that they, uh, they concede, he puts the hand out and say, let's get over it and work together. 
How diminished do you think Governor DeSantis's political capital ultimately is, given what his uh, uh, entry into the race looked like just a year ago, and even after his resounding win in the uh, 2022 general here in Florida in November? Does he return to the state a little bit wounded? Sure. But I would trust your, your uh, thoughts more than even mine, because you live it every day. And you see it on the local level and the state level. So everybody listening right now probably has a better perspective than I do. But from my perspective, every time I'm with them, I don't get people that say, well, you know, he's not good one-on-one. I mean, I watch the guy take on everybody every debate, not back off Governor, uh, Governor Newsom or, you know, begging for a chance at the president, going after uh, Nikki Haley when attacked. Uh, he knows the issues. Uh, I just think that he's better at doing the job than getting the job. But if there was no – this is I would ask everybody who wants to judge DeSantis harshly. What would the results have been if Trump didn't get in? And if Trump didn't get in, please tell me who would have been better than Governor DeSantis. And for those people who say he shouldn't have gotten in, well, he was polling ahead of the president after 2022. And he remembers Chris Christie uh, had all the higher-ups in Iowa come visit him in New Jersey and say, get in, and he says, I just got the job as governor. It's only doing it two years. I don't think I'm ready. And by the time he thought he was ready, the the American public had moved on from him. So he kind of went on the Chris Christie principle, I'm not going to do what Chris did. And maybe it was too early, but Reagan took on Ford and lost. Ted Kennedy took on Carter and lost. Romney tried to get the nomination and didn't get it. McCain tried to get the nomination against W. It was delayed another four years until he got it. So – uh, it happens in politics and in life. You go after it. You try to get it. And your glory's delayed. It's not denied. I mean, there's a chance the ship has sailed. But I think that he comes back to Florida. He does his job. Enjoy and, your t- with Florida, and, and I think he's fine. Enjoy your time in New Hampshire today and again tomorrow. Live coverage of the New Hampshire primary will be on Fox and Friends this morning and again at 10 o'clock on the Brian Kilmeade Show here on 104.5 WOKV. Brian, thanks. And he referenced it. Six registered voters in the small town of Dixville Notch near the Canadian border continued their decades-long tradition, casting their votes at midnight of the four Republicans and two independents. uh, All cast their votes for Nikki Haley. Perhaps a sign? We'll all find out tonight, beginning at 7 o'clock when our live coverage gets underway on the radio, uh, hosted by Jared Halpern and the rest of the team at Fox News Radio.